0: night before, gonna get drunk tonight like I never got drunk before, for when I'm drunk I'm as happy as can be.
1: Sounds like a happy group of guys. guys. This. <laughs> this, this is Trice Talk, and I'm Donald Wayne. And I'm Dennis Lee. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> I know, right, BP? Uh, He's Donald Wayne's making everybody thirsty. Hello? Hello? Hello, hello, Hello. Bueller,
1: Bueller. Hello, hello, (laughs) testing, testing. Hello, Donald Wayne. Can you hear me? Lord, (laughs) Lord, what? i was i wished i was with that group of guys one keg of beer for the four of us i think he did bp uh, he's, he dipped out to get, get one i'm thinking about putting a tap up here <laughs> <laughs> oh well let's see all right so i'll do that again this is tristock and i'm donald wayne
2: Oh, oh, oh. I'm Dennis Lee,
1: and I still hear the guys playing the accordion in the background.
2: I know. I mean,
1: <laughs> you, have you ever not- heard polka polka polka?
2: Yeah, po- polka polka polka. Or <laughs> 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 you I can hit you ride with us. So.
1: That that was such a funny scene in that movie when he was riding, she was riding in the back of the truck with him. <laughs> yeah, that was. You mean, really, you guys would drive me all the way? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't have anything else to do. We're going right by there. Yeah. At least within 100 miles of where you're going. At, at least. <laughs> oh, gosh. I miss, <laughs> I miss John Candy. Yeah, he was a good one. All right. Well, it's um, it's Wednesday, March. Oh. No, it's... What? A little what? premature again. Uh, <laughs> it's Wednesday, March the third, twenty twenty-one. Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> And we've called this day all kinds of the hump day and rump day, and I don't know, but stump day. Welcome, Jess Duck. Hey, Jess. Um. So tonight we'll be coming. Or we'll be announcing the new name for the Wednesday frivolity show. So that'll. That's Woo. something to look forward to. I guess I wasn't supposed to say that yet, was it? I was just adding I mean, you here. I'm sorry yeah, about that. You
2: might, you might want to give everybody to the clap, Donald Wayne.
1: Uh, uh, you know, so. uh, let's see. Well, how about cheering first, and then we can clap. Oh, okay, there you go. Uh,
2: although that always sounds like a riot, like one of those insurrections. Yeah, um, yeah. I think there's an adult store named Insurrection
1: oddly enough It's probably not spelled the way that you would think but
2: no i think it's spelled the way schumer intended it to be
1: so. <laughs> just said why we haven't here
2: <laughs> well it's wednesday why not
1: well the theme for tonight uh episode is drinking songs so we'll be doing some drinking songs intermittently throughout the program so,, um, not that we're Donald encouraging was, anybody uh, to drink.
2: Yeah. no, I mean, especially in not and drive. I mean, you know, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, I hope everybody's sitting still while they're listening tonight, but right. yeah, you know, it's just it's just the theme. That's all it is, Just the theme.
2: Hey, welcome, Boogie Nights. Uh, <laughs> bring one to, bring one to your work. Well, we'll see if we can get that FedEx. Maybe a drone. Um, you get a drone to carry a six pack over there.
1: You know, speaking of those drones, you know they're talking about. The, I think I saw something on TV the other day about a, it was a commercial about a delivery drone. All right. Um, and I, I, I question. Welcome, you know, as as strong as the, as as the batteries are on those things, I mean, yeah. you know, with the weight they have to carry, I, I just don't know how. I'd hate for one of those drones to kind of Peter out in the middle of, it's delivery, you know, and drop it in somebody's yard or crash in somebody's yard where they All don't right. really belong. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I hear you. Um, that would not- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did I, did I not? I didn't make my point with that very well. Did I? <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, oh, um, whoops, <laughs> did you hear that that gum- Whoa, what was that? No, nah, it was you know Somebody it was a- it was the minions, yeah, oh no, no okay, uh,
2: no, okay, no.
1: that's the minions sending me stuff here i I just- yeah,
2: especially with the drinking going on no. oh
1: well, all right, okay. yeah. Uh, well, before we roll on down the road a little bit further, we got we got a lot to cover tonight. Hey, Eric, how are you tonight? Good evening, gentlemen.
3: Uh, happy Hump
2: Day! Happy or, Hump Day!
3: Mike, me, and uh, I guess
1: uh,
2: tonight sister.
3: is going to be the moment of truth.
2: Oh yes. Oh really?
3: Uh, because when we announce the um, official name of uh, oh, okay. the Wednesday frivolity, which oh, I look yes. forward
2: to that
1: something else going on yeah i thought we were gonna you know talk about dennis for a minute and (laughs) some of those unknown facts that we can share Uh, with with the public those
2: we definitely have to be explicit on that
1: oh okay well i may just have to call in and 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 expose all those on your show one night
2: well i mean we can do it. it you know they say that that makes for a good show.
1: We should have done that on your birthday. We should have just made it a like a roast a dinner roast. night. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. I, do Do you remember this voice from long ago? Wah,
4: yeah. wah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 oh, that's kind of sounded like a farm animal, but
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't remember any goats involved in anything that I did, but uh, it's possible. Yeah. You can milk a goat. Hey, you can milk anything with teats, Don Wayne. <laughs> um.
1: Well, all right. So I'm I've, I've, I'm already I'm already out of sync here. That that one got me. Um, so not that anybody's really concerned, but I got my last COVID shot today, and so I am oh. actually legal to travel in this country. After well, I, I think you have to wait another. I like think you said ten days. You know to make sure it it kicks in, but.
2: Uh, so you have zip papers. And, yeah,
1: I have my papers. I can actually go anywhere in the world I want to right wow, now. Oh, wow. You know? uh, where yeah, it's, I don't want to...
2: <laughs> what? <fed> a... <laughs> you What? talking about COVID <laughs> <laughs> COVID <laughs> passports. Um, so I wonder if that's going to end up being a real thing. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know, Margo. It, it could be. <laughs> uh you know, that's funny. I I can go. You know, I can travel now, but I don't have anywhere I want to go. So at least not we're right not now. Really. Yeah. Oh, whole place is burning down.
2: <laughs> no, we're really yeah
1: exciting
2: to think about going to
1: you know be my luck i would go somewhere and then there'd be some kind of ban and we couldn't come back you know (laughs) yeah actually
2: uh we're glad you got here mr hodges Uh, we haven't had (laughs) or mr (laughs) we haven't had anybody spending any money we just had an outbreak of the bubonic plague
1: so yeah so uh, that you showed up there uh we're gonna have to stick you again for this one yeah
2: we actually need some of your bone marrow um good thing you showed up uh Mm. Just in time, but here, take these coupons. You can spend them.
1: Um, yeah at, at the at the nearest pub. That's right. Ho, welcome, Robert. So, uh, Robert's here. Hey, Robert. Just an oh, yeah, I stand, that'd be I stand that'd be pretty good, just,
2: Duck, um, just, Duck what, how much? Like ten dollars a pop. We could, we could. Uh, I mean, with millions of people lining up, we could make some serious money. A pop for what? Oh <laughs> um, yeah. Uh oh bogus Uh-oh. bogus COVID cars. I mean not that we're in, Yeah, you know, we're no, we're not thing. advocating you illegal
1: businesses, you know, we're, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> my gosh, we're we're trying to stay on the air here. Yeah, Robert. Wait a minute. How would you even think of something like that? Do they do that there
2: in, in Idaho? Um
3: uh, Iowa? <laughs> um, I
2: think
3: it's... Robert was going to ask something. It, it's always,
1: uh, Iowa. It's... <laughs>
4: um, who, who on earth would pay $10 for a 12-ounce can of pop? Not me. It better Who's be, paying? It be- who? Yeah,
2: it better be made out of pure gold or something. Who's paying... $10 yeah. for a 12 ounce can of pop. Is that another? <laughs> that I, sounds like um, California. I mean, California would charge that. Goodness. Is that something that you, you're, is that a breaking news story there, Robert? I don't know. I heard things from slightly
4: that uh, you pay an arm and a leg to live out there. Oh, yeah. I had a, <laughs> wow, um, no, <laughs> Let, let me
3: that do that the breaking news sound <laughs> right quick. <laughs> that, like the old CBS
2: sounder. Right. Oh. Um, now, recording. The <laughs> uh, sodas are now $20 a can in New York. California right oh. But if you were listening to the Mark garam show, like
3: whenever they would do the Breaking News sounder, we always have to ask, where is Hector?
1: Oh, where yeah. is Hector? So what's your breaking news? Well, I, oh, I was like
4: I came in on $10 for a pop of something and I didn't catch it.
2: So you came in on a $10 pop. How are you feeling, Robert?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> what? I don't even know how, what that means. Where did
4: this just go?
1: Uh Maybe it's Starbucks. If they (laughs) sold soda at Starbucks, it could be ten dollars. Whoa, my dangle just (laughs) (laughs) married.
2: (laughs) Oh, it hurts. Uh, Uh, Well, uh, yeah, pop equals soda in Idaho, Iowa. Okay, hey, welcome, Crimson. I um, mean, um, don't hey, get Grimson. slightly started on his love hate relationship for Starbucks.
3: Um,
2: oh, yeah. but- <laughs> well, this is so expensive. It is good and it is consistent. Um, uh-huh. I'm a Dunkin' Why Donuts does- fan myself because yeah. I think yeah, 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 yeah. something else. I, I, I haven't even had Dunkin' Donuts. What? What do y'all have up there? Um, well, they don't <laughs> have them in
4: Idaho. I don't know if they have any in Iowa. I've,
2: I've been throughout the state of Iowa, but I haven't seen one. No Krispy Kreme, no anything like that.
1: Um, that's that's Southern stuff, you know. Is it? Um, yeah.
2: Well, yeah. I'm not a donut connoisseur, so um,
1: that's you know, Krispy Kreme. They just melt in your mouth. If you've never had a Krispy Kreme donut, it's it's like eating a a spoonful of sugar. I mean. Yeah, with butter all over, and you can't you can't um, eat just one. I mean, but they're so light. The donut itself, the pastry is so light. It's just the uh, yeah. the glaze that's just oh my gosh. That's probably once you put that. Well, um, Dunkin' Donuts mouth.
3: donuts are more cake-like.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, they are. To
3: Krispy Kreme, they,
2: yeah, they are. I do I, like the donut holes though; those are. Um,
3: so and good. if you say the word Krispy Kreme up in Massachusetts, where John DeVito lives. Um, that people would look at you like, um, you know, Krispy Kreme. What Krispy Kreme? Like, because they've never heard of that chain.
2: What chain but do they have there?
3: Dunkin' Donuts. And then oh, and probably right. maybe some mom and pop chains or right. another chain that we might not have here in the South. Well, well so
2: some what? of the mom and pop chains are really good to go get kolaches if you like, you know, um, a sausage jammed into a pastry. A, <laughs> that is true. That's a good...
3: You'd probably (laughs) more inclined to go into New York City or Chicago or Los Angeles probably for authentic mom-and-pop style donuts.
2: Right,
1: right. Uh, That's right, BP. (laughs) (laughs) So I wonder why they don't have a a, a, a Dunkin' Donuts in Iowa. I mean, you know, maybe uh, it's just not enough people living there. Um,
2: I don't know maybe i don't know robert i'll have to um, do some research on that for us i'm, I'm stuffing
3: sure. sausage in a donut um i thought they Ooh. would call that like a pig in a blanket like if you if uh, if that's the same with a biscuit
2: it depends on where the sausage is in the donut <laughs> they, they right may have another name for that. i don't <laughs> know how do we even get there <laughs>
1: That, Wayne, that, you're steering I, the ship. We're we're going to IHOP I now. I don't know. Uh, I've oh, never God. seen that at Dunkin' Donuts. What have you been well, buying think, at Dunkin' Donuts?
4: I think um, they have an IHOP here in Iowa.
1: Oh, uh, do that
4: I can't go there because it's not because of the virus. Just I heard they're expensive.
2: Oh, doing well, a little harry.
1: pricey for what you huh? get. Man. Really, oh. you can get one of those kid plates, you know. Well, Four pancakes for seventy nine cents or something like that. Give and, me five you strips
2: know, of bacon and three you, sausages. Yeah, some flapjacks and you just <laughs> you just, um, you, if you if you
1: it, just uh, tell them that Tri-Stock sent you and you probably get a deal. Yeah, you get the TriSpace.
2: Hey,
3: um, yeah. But if it's like well, Denny's, of course somebody's backing um, that thing up. Uh, well, if it was right? Denny's, you'd probably get an All American breakfast. And you'd probably be singing to the tune of Nanner Puss. Whoa!
1: Well, Whoa. Is, is Denny's the Grand Slam place too? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's well, a
3: Slam. Slam. it's a Nanner Puss. <laughs> you can call me a Nanner Puss. Nanner Puss. you know what? I like pancakes. I do okay. Nanner But um, I partner We're- her to go to the Waffle House. And how do you get to the Waffle House? You just turn right at the Waffle House.
2: <laughs> yeah um and if you don't go in there if you go in there and you don't play the waffle house song you just it's just un-american i mean you got to go in there put a dollar in play the play the waffle house song and yeah. everybody looks at
1: you like we've heard it five times already <laughs> um, eric you paying attention to the uh <laughs> the chatter there <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, uh,
3: I mean yeah yeah like i saw the the rudy Toody fresh and fruity i remember that from the late 90s at ihop and And I'm not drinking Crimson, I can assure you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like the Rudy. I've had the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity uh, (laughs) (laughs) at IHOP.
5: Yeah.
2: Well, Well, don't remind us, Jess. It's like an old wooden roller coaster tonight.
1: (laughs) 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 I don't know how. Okay, let me think about that one for a second. Uh, Okay. Okay, Yeah.
4: the, uh, the only wooden roller coaster I've been on is over at Adventureland, and it's <laughs> called the Outlaw. Where's
1: it? Where's uh, Adventureland? That is, that is spewed like uh, a old
4: down by Des Moines, I, down by Des Moines, Iowa. So it's located in Altoona.
1: Oh, okay, oh. N- Des Moines. Oh,
3: oh been, man, been, that's, uh, that's good. I've been there hey, lo- a kid. <sighs> oh, I'm, sorry, I'm Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Robert.
1: Robert? Robert?
2: Robert, you yeah. still there? I'm here. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, my friend. What were you saying, Robert?
4: I've been there when I was a kid and a couple of times as a teenager, but uh, oh. it gets expensive because you got to pay if you take it. Then, if you don't take stuff to eat and drink with you, you got that cost on top of it. And, oh, that can add up to a few hundred bucks just in one day.
1: Good Lord. Well, you, you want to stay away from Disney World then, so...
2: Uh, sneaking uh, some, some sneaking some go, bean
1: burritos I, in my pocket.
2: Yeah.
4: I, I go to Disney World. It's called yeah. D- Disneyland Adventures. It's a computer game. Hmm, oh, like okay. being
3: there. Okay. Well, um, and then and then the, the one ride there is like the teacup ride where you hear in the song. It's a small world after all, but. Hey, at least Laura's not here because Laura would probably be wondering, what kind of show I, is this?
2: I think there's a guy down the street that's got a redneck sea world. Just has got a pool with some catfish in it and, you know, a few guppies over in this other little glass bowl. And I think gets about a buck a piece. So, I mean, be creative. It's hard, you know, times are tough. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, it's not politics tonight. But speaking of Disney World, you know, I I saw on the news today that they're that Disney World may be changing the uh, Dr. Seuss World a little bit just because of the the controversy that came out yesterday. So,
2: but it's like people, is like,
1: oh, and this they they got rid of
2: those books like years and years and years ago. They stopped printing them. Um, So it's like. It's like just something people just finally heard for the first time. They're like, oh, oh, good Lord. And, and people are going to be burning Dr. Seuss books now. We won't be able to watch uh, The Grinch's Stole Christmas. Well, I actually
1: uh, went and looked for some of those books today at, at Barnes and & Noble and couldn't find any. I didn't know that they they were out of print, but they're, well, they were so old. Well, did you ask anybody and then get the look? No, I didn't want to do that. I I thought that was, you know. What book are you looking for, sir? Yeah. He's one of those guys. Get him. (laughs) I bet you voted for Trump. We've already got
2: your (laughs) phone number and your discount (laughs) card here. We know where you live.
1: Yeah. But anyway, so Disney World, they're going to be working on that that area of the park. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's see. Like I said, it's uh, our theme for tonight is drinking songs, so we'll be playing. In case you couldn't tell, yeah, (laughs) well, that's where the beer conversation came from. We'll be playing those throughout the show. Some some of time tested, uh, what would you call them? Treats, ticklers. Yeah, tickling tickling treats. Uh, Suds. I don't know. Okay, well. Let's see. Let's let's go with a. Um, I got a quick little story. <laughs> 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 well, it's, it's, rumor is, but um, the first story of the night is about a New York City steakhouse that mingled wax celebrities with the diners. And this this is an article that was on Huffing, Huff Post. I guess that's Huffing Huff and Puff. Yeah, Huff it's and Huff Post. Yeah, it's Huff Post, or is that Post about yeah. Huffing? I don't know. Was Huff yeah. Post weird news? You've used it. Um, Peter Luger, the owner of Brooklyn's famed Peter Luger Steakhouse, teamed up with Madame Tussauds House of Wax oh. to have to have celebrity wax figures mingle with patrons in the <coughs> restaurant, promoting the easing of the coronavirus pandemic restrictions on indoor dining in New York City. They have a wax figure of John Hamm standing by the uh, the bar. And, of course, that's Don Draper in the uh, Madman TV series. And he's standing at the bar with a cocktail in his hand. If you go online and look at these things, I mean, you know, if you look closely, they, they're obviously wax figures. But I guess if you had had two or three cocktails, you you might go up there and, and try to talk to him for a few minutes. So,
2: And Jessica just, just asked if they were wearing masks, don't they?
1: Uh, the, 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 uh, wax figures. No, they were yes. not, they were not <laughs> in this picture anyway. Um, so anyway, ham is standing at the bar and then there's o- other figures on loan from Madame Trousseau's include Michael Strahan. Uh, was it, was that the New York jets or the giants? I don't, you remember which one he played for Dennis? Who's that? Uh, Strahan, Michael Strahan.
2: Or he played for the Giants.
1: He played for the Giants. Okay, so they got yeah. they've got a, a wax figure of him, and he's sitting at a table for two uh, uh, across from Audrey Hepburn, if anybody remembers or knows who Audrey Hepburn is. But uh, she's dressed up like she like her character from Holly Golightly and Breakfast at Tiffany's, which was like. Oh, 60 years ago now. Ago oh lightly sounds like a James Bond. <laughs> I know wow. it does. When I saw that name on there, I said that sounds like a James Bond movie. But anyway, yeah. so Michael and Audrey are sitting at a table together. Uh Jimmy Fallon is sitting at a table by himself and they have a wax figure of Al Roker who is standing at the bottom of the stairs and he's pointing up the stairs which I guess he's supposed to be pointing at a weather chart. Um That's a little weird. I, I know I, I guess he was guiding people uh up t- up to where they need to seat uh sit uh anyway the restaurant owner uh, thought that would be a fun way and a safe way to fill some of the seats since they you know they had limited seating in the restaurant and um that restaurant that that place has been in business for more than hundred and thirty years so
2: hundred and thirty years
1: yeah that's what it said it's a Peter Luger's famed Steakhouse in New York City, and um, anyway, so they only got the wax figures, I think, for a week, and they've already had to return them. So you can't go up there now and see them. But um, I wonder why they didn't have a wax figure of Donald Trump in the in the restaurant. Uh, well, I mean, it is New York. <laughs>
2: um, it is. Yeah. It is. Well, you would think you would think they would, but um, yeah, they don't. They don't. Not, not a big fan of him
1: now. No. Well, he's still got property up there. So I would imagine they, I bet they take his tax money from those properties. Oh, I bet they do. All right. Well, that's all on uh, Peter Luger's uh, restaurant and the wax figures. Hmm.
2: Well, uh, like Donald Wayne said, we will be uh, announcing a uh, winner of the name. Wins the Wednesday show contest at the end of the show. So, um, make sure to hang on for that it's a little later here before the end of the show,
1: depending on where we go. <laughs> That's a song by the uh, hang on. Let's say, hang on. That's another hang on, song. Soupy. What, soupy? Hang on, soupy
2: yeah. Sleepy it's sloopy. A-O. It's
1: sloopy with an L. Is it sloopy?
2: Yeah, it's not well, soupy. I always say, what? I always say soupy. You have know, you always said soupy?
1: Well, I always have. Um, golly, only uh, took you fifty uh, years to figure out what the real name of the song is. That's not not only
2: fifty years and being on the show. That's what. <laughs> that's what happens here. You know, we're we're making, we're changing people's lives. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Certainly have changed mine. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right. You you got something to go with that or Well, didn't you have a little tiny story, did you?
2: <laughs> you had oh, a teensy, oh, teensy tiny
1: story. It, well, yes. I'm glad you asked, or I'm glad you brought it bitty? up. Something this one small. this one is actually a story that that you would normally do, but I I wasn't sure that you would find it, so I went ahead and and uh, wrote it down this is another one from the huff Huff post that's that's such a weird thing and this one's uh is weird news by jeremy blum all right the world's tiniest reptile this story is about the world's tiniest reptile but it says its genitals are huge so this (laughs) this i mean this this Lizard is, I mean, you can put it on the end of your, your pinky finger. Um, they're so small. But anyway, so the article goes on to say size apparently does matter for male Brookesia nana chameleons. I'm Sci- glad you're saying that. I know. That's the reason I thought maybe I ought to do this since it's got some words in there. Uh, scientists studying this extremely miniaturized anemnote vertebrae and the evolution of genital size and chameleons they actually study that they have <laughs> public, published their findings in the journal of scientific reports this repair repair this rare and possibly endangered miniature chameleon was found in the rainforest of northern madagascar i thought they would discovered all the animals and and so forth in madagascar but the female measured roughly 1.13 inches long, while the smaller male only measured a little less than an inch long. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, you know, so you getting the size of this thing? Despite I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> despite the small stature of the male, it had large and apparently fully developed hemipenises, in other words uh, I'm sorry, beg your pardon there sir. It, 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 it explains it in, another, in other words, a pair of penises <laughs> that a pair of penises <laughs> like okay, alright, sorry you're going no to have another chime sure we got the facts straight <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, you'll, you'll have me going here and I won't be able to finish this uh, that measured 0. 0.9 inches long <clears throat> in these miniaturized oh, species the smaller males may simply need larger hemipenises to allow for a better <laughs> mechanical fit that makes successful you know mechanical fits um, the paper states now the pe- get the get the impression here people are studying this They're, somebody's actually getting paid to go over there and study these these miniature Chameleons scientists have speculated that the remarkable size of these reptiles may be due to Island dwarfism, the belief that creatures living on islands such as Madagascar evolved to be smaller, to make up for the lack of resources on the Island. Oh, wow. Uh, Dr. Mark Schertz suggested that while the male Brookesia could evolve to be extremely small, it's genitals likely could not. We think that this may also be related to size dimorphism. Shirts wrote. <laughs> if the female remains larger than the male, a constraint is placed on the reduction of the male genital size. The male chameleon rides around on the female's back until she's ready to mate. There's, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's I'm just pictures of
2: that. Speed up my baby. I... <laughs>
1: Okay, you're going to have to refrain from that so I can finish. I can't do it. You get me going? (laughs) I got one more small paragraph here, and I'm done with this. By studying these tiny chameleons, we have expanded our understanding of how body size relates to distribution and how constraints work on different parts of the body. It's these kinds of insights that get me so excited to work on the world's smallest. <laughs> and and that's that's what Dr. Shirt says. So Oh God bless him. I hope um, that I hope that Joe Biden's not funding that little project. But Goodness gracious. You know, um, since you
2: brought that up, Donald Wayne, um, you know, one of the <laughs> smallest turtles in the world is a speckled padloper. Um <laughs> Uh or the homopopus signatus from <laughs> South Africa. You still it's found actually, those words
1: anyway, didn't you?
2: <laughs> it's actually two point four to three point one inches. Um while females are slightly bigger, so we're we're noticing a trend here. Um yeah. so yeah. Um so make your strange. Actually, I mean and then you got kitty's hognosed bat. Um now <laughs> <clears throat> that little thing is is only one point one to one point six inches in length and weighs only about uh zero point zero five ounces. They
1: may be related.
2: So, yeah. And then you got the uh Um that's the world's smallest fish. It's uh zero point three inches in length. Um and it's found in Indonesia and in How did uh,
1: they find it? <laughs> well, I don't
2: know. I think you probably had to get into a whole, you know, school of them to actually know that they were there. Um and then the smallest frog in the world is the uh Paedophryne aminousis. <laughs> um it was discovered in New Guinea in 2009 and it's uh its average body size is just 0.3 inches. The smallest vertebrae and well-deserving of the top spot on the list, they said, on this list. Um, and what is that? What kind of creature is that? That's a frog. Yeah. So, a, uh, a paedophryne a, a, a aminuchus. aminuchus. <laughs> yeah, say that five times really fast. I dare you. Um, I just figure those would go along with uh, – what you had there. And then and then you got the world's smallest snake, the uh the slender blind snake, or the lepto um, or thread snake. About four point three inches in length.
1: Well that's a uh, giant compared to, to to my lizard
2: over there. Uh well exactly. I mean it come up on the lizard and just start laughing at it. Um, that's a small lizard, I have to say, um, carrying around a, a, a shameful... <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, that was a good story,
1: Donald. <laughs> it's science. I can't oh, quite say it. it's science. Well, that makes <laughs> sense. Uh, <so> <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, okay. um,
1: we, we don't brag on this show.
2: So I guess we'd have to say, how big are the animals in your state? If you don't have resources, um, you know, you should have a smaller lizard than um, maybe someone
1: from Texas. Oh, or- uh, we have big lizards in Texas. <laughs> yeah, huge. The horn toads. Um, and-
2: yeah, and um, you know, uh, Florida. know. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's good. I feel like we're doing the. Um, the animals the animal spot on the uh Johnny Carson show. That's
1: Well, I think we have cool. an obligation to bring science stories out once yeah. in a while, you know. That's right. Because you know, unless you take National Geographic, you'll miss some of these things. Very good. All right. So we're just rolling right along. Would you like to uh do you have a story? Oh some
2: so glad you asked, Donald Wayne. There's always a day in history, and this day surely has one. On, um, well, um, what day is this? Uh, so it's Wednesday, third, March third, nineteen thirty-one. The Star-Spangled Banner becomes official U.S. national anthem. President. Herbert Hoover signs a congressional act making the Star-Spangled Banner the official national anthem of the United States. On September 14, 1814, Francis Scott Key composed the lyrics to the Star-Spangled Banner after witnessing the massive overnight British bombardment of Fort McHenry in Maryland during the War of 1812. Key, an American lawyer, watched the siege while under detainment on a British ship and penned the famous words after observing with awe that Fort McHenry's flag survived the 1800 bomb assault. After circulating as a handbill, the patriotic lyrics were published in a Baltimore newspaper on September 20, 1814. Key's words, were later set to the tune of, uh, to Anacron in Heaven, a popular English song at the time. Throughout the 19th century, the Star Spangled Banner was regarded as a national anthem by most branches of the U.S. Armed Forces and other groups, but it was not until 1916, and the singing of an executive order or the signing of an executive order by President Woodrow Wilson that it was formally designated as such. In March 1931, Congress passed an act confirming Wilson's presidential order, and on March 3rd, President Hoover signed it into law. that was the Star-Spangled Banner, this day in history, March
1: 3rd, 1931. See, I didn't know that. I, for some reason, I thought that had been the national <laughs> anthem much longer than that. So, I did too. That was interesting.
2: Well, are you ready for the boys? Uh,
1: well, they should be happy since the theme tonight is drinking songs. So, oh, although yeah, well, that's well, not actually, a drinking gonna, song,
2: they're going to pop the cork. <laughs> okay.
1: Does so, one of them play the jug anyway? Uh, he's got a jug beside him I love, I love my gal- He just, I just barely heard him say March.
2: Oh, he's petering out. Yeah. It must have been that that tiny
1: lizard story you had <laughs> earlier. <I> just, <laughs> they're trying to recover from that. Maybe I yeah. should have closed with that tiny. Yeah. Lizard Feel the lizard eyes of story. judgment upon them. All right. Uh, so, the National Calendar Days for Wednesday, March the 3rd. <laughs> or as follows uh you just covered the national anthem it's considered national anthem day so i'm not going to repeat that story Um, but anyway it is national anthem day it's also (laughs) national cold cuts day oh well gotta have a food item in there uh you, you can call them lunch meats deli meats sandwich meats or cold cuts Some like them thick, Uh. while others stack them mile high. Others Mm. like them with cheese and crackers. There are deli staples like the humble turkey and ham. And then there are culinary delights like salami and prosciutto and flavors Mm. that require a more acquired taste like head cheese and uh. And I beg your pardon. And whatever you like, you just slap it on some bread and go to town. Yeah. So, you
2: put uh, mustard on that. That's, it's always good.
1: Well, they didn't talk about condiments in there, but. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so that's National <laughs> Cold Coast Day. Now the next one is National. I want you to be happy day now. I mean, what kind of nicer day could you have than that?
2: Oh, yes, yeah, that's. that's Awful nice.
1: I I wish Joe Biden wouldn't have that theme one day, but this day encourages us to do something that makes others happy. It also asks us to see others happiness from their point of view. (laughs) Putting a smile on someone's face tends to put one on (laughs) yours too. And being happy May merely be about quality and not quantity. (laughs) Indeed. I was reading. Okay. Yeah, I just happened to look up and see that up up on the screen. All right. So, and the uh, well, next to the last one is National Mold Wine Day. Didn't we have something mold once before? Like mold, Um, apple uh, or cheese? Oh, you said mold. Mold. Mold.
2: Oh, okay. No, mold. not not, no, not mold
1: <laughs> It's mold wine day.
2: Uh, anyway, mold cider.
1: You know what? Yeah, maybe it's mold cider. Just said cider. Cider, but but it says National Mold Wine Day. Mold spirits are wine and liquors that have been heated and spiced. Mold wine is usually made with red wine with various spices, fruits, and sometimes slightly sweetened with honey. Popular blends include cinnamon, nutmeg, citrus, vanilla, anise, cloves, raisins, or pears. I, I don't know. I, I don't see raisins floating around in my wine glass, but um, it says that wine was first recorded as spiced and heated in first century Rome. So, you know, oh. they've been they've been doing that a long time. Hmm. And the last day on the list is really not much you can say about it, but it's national soup it forward day. And so, you know, it says when you make a pot of soup, you always nearly make enough to feed an army. So make sure you share it with somebody and you can wake the boys up. We're done with that one.
2: Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me pull the jug away from them. (laughs)
0: April. You're the Easter bunny when you smile, oh yeah, yeah, my heart's in a whirl. I love, I love,
5: I love my little calendar, girl, every day, every
1: day, every
5: day, every
1: day of the year. You, you kind of startled me when he started singing there. <laughs> 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 Call me off guard. All right, so you you want to do the honors of doing the next couple of songs here? On uh, Okay, well, you know, the theme tonight is uh, drinking
2: songs, so we'll go ahead and see uh, if people can uh, name these songs in the chat or, uh, you know, uh, just chime in. We're giving away. We'll see who gets the most points, and as uh, other times before, uh, we've had some really big winners on here, so... Let's see what we can do here. Um, da, 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 da,
3: da. Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks.
2: Oh, there
1: you go, Eric. Yeah, um, way to go, Eric. There BP go, down Eric. in
2: the chat, got it, too. Oh, okay. Oh, y'all got it at the same time. Well, this looks like a split. Um, well, well I'm not line. eligible to win a prize anyways. Oh, well, I mean, you're just getting points. It's really just for the namesake there. So, um, you can, uh, both split. There's one point, so you get half a point each. Um, you being kind of cheap I mean, tonight. Well, yeah. well you got we got a few songs, so we got to make sure we spread the points around. We're gonna
1: give a half a point apiece. I mean, you know.
2: <laughs> all right, all right. That's a little chintzy. I'll i say okay. Let's uh let's go ahead and bump it up. We'll uh we'll do uh so we'll do five hundred thousand points each. There you go. So, oh yeah, wow! Well, big each. <laughs> I mean, we're digging it out of the vault. Um, yeah. So. Uh, Y'all got that one pretty quick. Let's see if we can get this
1: one. Oh, good luck with that one. I'm stumped on this one.
0: <laughs>
1: I am too, and I know it. there's coming up. Ooh. White, white
2: lightning. lightning. That's uh, that's white oh, lightning B- by yeah, George uh, Jones. BP got it. Yeah, oh BP got, B-P got it. it. Whoa, whoa, look at the big brain on Brad BP got. <laughs> <laughs> white lightning. Oh, he, uh, I like the rhythm of that song too. It, it is. It's a it's a party song. I can only imagine what the house, how the house was rocking back when that song was.
1: In circulation. That's like from the 50s, I think. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, so, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, BP, since you answered it so quick, you uh, you get a million points on that one. That's very oh, good. Oh, my God. Very good. You're, You're going to break, break the calculator. You. Yeah,
1: so there's there's what? two
2: for you, Donald Wayne. Yeah. Isn't, that,
1: isn't that George Jones?
2: That is George Jones, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Well, he, BP was saying George Don- Jones did it before. Uh, George Jones in High Fidelity,
2: and no less.
1: Oh, I remember when that came out too. Yeah, that's a good movie. Was that the two? I guess it was, wasn't
2: it? It was actually, yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, do you have? A, <laughs> you're, you're still up?
2: Oh, am I? I well, think, hey, yes, I am actually. I think. Um, so. I think so. So, um, just real quick, um, did you know that um, there's a story that a semi truck carrying about 27 metric tons of cheese caught fire in Norway um, and actually burned it down to the ground? Now, I bet people didn't know that cheese was flammable. Uh, flammable. Um, <clears throat> so, and so they actually did a test with some craft cheese. Uh, oh, did I say craft? Well, some uh, some um, American cheese, put it that way. You can't say the brand. <laughs> uh, Why, well, actually, I did. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it uh, does melt, and it even burns because of the emulsifying salts used by food scientists in these products. Its burning behavior is a little different. These salts help make the cheese very consistent throughout, meaning it actually melts more uniformly than typical cheese. That said, this helps us help them realize just how resistant cheese is to burning, not because of mul- mus- emulsifying salts, but because of a very specific chemical called dihydrogen monoxide.
1: We know what that is. dealer. <laughs> yeah. Bueller. Uh, oh, is that a question? I, I thought you were. Yes. All uh, right. I- I'll First have to one. pass that one over to Eric. Uh,
2: uh, Eric, this is a good trivia for you. Um, hydrogen, her- the hydrogen should give it away. Monoxide. Oh, uh, mm. um, well, water. well the hydrogen is flammable. Of yeah. course. Yeah, it's water. Um, so the cheese can't burn until that's burned off, which is the water inside, uh, gets boiled but- away. Then the cheese can burn down the house. Um,
3: well, the water must have been evaporated from, from it.
2: Right. Um, I don't
3: know how the evaporation process would even worked because it's like, like when you make jerky, of course, I think they have to evaporate the water f- from it for it to have that, yeah. that tough taste to it. Like whenever um, you go to chew it.
2: The, of all the cheeses they tested, the one that was the most flammable um, was a sort of a combination of a dry fatty cheese, uh, um, Parmesan should have been the best, then, but it was uh, Brie and Swiss that seemed to brown up the quickest and get close to just bursting into flames. The wettest cheese actually would be mozzarella. Um, it is packed with all kinds of liquids. Um, hmm. And then blue cheese, when you're subjected to a flame, is just pretty with all the orange flames from the torch and the cheese. Just melting in the um, mold, mold, the mold burning in the mold. So you gotta love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, hmm. Um, and then Brunos is a brown cheese that is actually made from discarded whey. Um, caramelized milk sugar is what gives Brunos its distinctive brown color when they expose the cheese to the torch, it brown quickly and intensely. Um, because of the uh, amino acids and sugars reacting together. You know that um, Doritos, you can burn something down with a bag of Doritos or um, some uh, Cheetos. Yeah. Uh,
1: Uh, Cheetos? um, I thought, uh, uh, okay, yeah, you said Doritos. Did you say Doritos or Fritos? Uh, No, no,
2: Frito Bandito, uh, Cheetos.
1: Well, Fritos will
2: burn too, won't they? Well, yeah, they'll burn too. Um, you know uh, that corn,
1: Robert. Oh, he's nope. gone. Yeah. Um, he's... <laughs> yeah, that's just a little, some little fun facts there. No, Robert's potatoes, right? Remember, Robert's yeah, potatoes. Potato. We had to split it in with potatoes. Potato,
2: potato. <laughs> um, but uh, then you know, um, maybe you've wondered how. Um, some different foods were actually invented. Some of these things were invented by accident. You know, the popsicle, there's a tale that in 1905 in the home of 11 year old Frank Epperson, one night he made it's a sugary drink, a soda powder combined with water and mixed it with a stirring stick. And it sounds like Kool-Aid to me. He accidentally left his drink with the stirring stick outside in the middle of winter. The next day, a Popsicle was made. Um, He gave some of his first Popsicle creations to other kids who loved it. This uh, made Frank realize the Popsicle would be a hit. He kept this discovery a secret for 18 years until he had Mm. the resources to distribute them commercially. I specifically like um, Zootopia's version where they take the Popsicle and make all kinds of money off of it by melting it on the roof. Um, but, yeah, so that was an accident, allegedly. Um, and one that what that's on here that I thought you might appreciate, Donald Wayne, nachos. Um, mm-hmm. So in 1943, a group of American military wives lived together at Eagles Pass, Texas. To avoid seclusion at the military base, they often wandered to nearby towns, one of which was Pedras Nagras in Mexico. One day, these women ventured into the Victory Club restaurant. The maitre d' Ignacio Nacho, anyways, was happy (laughs) to meet, meet. I think this is totally false, but uh, was happy to meet them. But unfortunately, the chef was away. He didn't want them to just leave, so he decided to improvise with some Jalapenos, grated cheese, and tortilla chips. Long short uh, of the story, once uh, the woman, the women loved it. The nachos business skyrocketed. Moral of, a, moral of the story: the desire to please women can lead to extraordinary feats. Okay, well, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that was a bogus story. Um, but, <laughs> how about the ice cream cone? Uh, in 1904, the invention of the ice cream cone saved all ice cream lovers from everyone else's slobber. Although Marcioni is credited as the inventor, a similar version was introduced in 1904 at the St. Louis World's Fair. A Syrian concessionaire named Ernest A. Hamwi rolled his waffle-like pastries known as (laughs) Zalabas into a cone. He gave it to his neighboring ice cream vendor who ran out of the dishes to serve his ice cream with. And the long short of that story is the customers were happy. Ice cream vendors had less hassle and eating ice cream was a lot safer. Um, So, yeah, uh, if he hadn't had his uh, syllabus, um, we may not have a waffle cone.
1: So uh, is is that story saying that the first ice cream cone was a waffle cone? Is that is that? Uh, yeah, that's what that's I should what take away from out. that.
2: That's what they're rolling out, waffle
1: like they say. Anyways, so uh, I I kind of like we'll the waffle to, cones better because they hold up better than those little cake things, you know. That oh, you get. Yeah. Well, I almost said polar bear, but they don't know what polar bear is here. I don't know. I wonder if they have polar bear anywhere besides Texas. They may. Polar bear ice oh. cream. Oh, my gosh. So you, you might
2: want to run to the outhouse on that story, Donald Wayne. Beg your pardon?
1: Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> after, after those food stories, we, yeah. we'll do an outhouse yeah. story. Okay. There you go. Uh, this story is about a, an Alaska woman attacked by bear while using an outhouse. And this is again from HuffPost, weird news. And, um, it's a, a story out of Anchorage, Alaska. A woman had the scare of a lifetime when using an outhouse in the back country when she was attacked by a bear from below. What? Shann- uh, that's what it says. Attacked from a bear. Attacked oh by a bear from below. Shannon okay. Stevens told reporters I got out there and sat down on the toilet, and immediately something bit my butt right as I sat down. Stevens, her brother, uh, Stevens' brother Eric, and his girlfriend had taken snowmobiles into the wilderness on um, February the thirteenth to stay at his yurt. I said yurt, but it's a yurt. Um, yurt, yeah, it's a yurt. Located about 20 miles north of Haynes, Alaska, somewhere, I, I guess it's somewhere near Anchorage. But anyway, her brother heard the screaming and went out to the outhouse about 150 feet away from the yurt. There he found his sister, Shannon, tending to her wound. They at first thought she had been bitten by a squirrel or a mink or something small. Eric brought his headlamp with him to see what it was. Eric opened the toilet seat and said, there's a bear face right there at the level of the toilet seat, just looking right back up through the hole. So he <laughs> shut the lid, lid as fast as he could and said, we've got to get out of here right now. They ran back to the yurt as fast as they could. Once at the yurt, they determined that Shannon's wound was not serious, but it was bleeding. So they decided to go back to Haynes and have it checked out. The Alaska, of course, they call the Alaska Department of Fish and Game Wildlife Management Biolo- uh, Biological Services <laughs> and Carl Crotch <laughs> came out. Uh, and he said that he thought the suspect was a black bear based on the photos of the tracks that he saw in the snow. He said that 2020 was a record year for uh bear problems in and around the Haines area due to the poor salmon run that year and mediocre berry crop. (laughs) So a lot of bear unable to fatten up for hibernation had to leave during the winter and go out for a little snack. Crotch suspects that Shannon's Shannon's (laughs) wound was caused by the bear swatting at her butt. With the paw rather than biting her, either way the location might be a first. Her brother Eric said he would start carrying bear repellent with him all the time, and of course Shannon said, "I'm just going to let, I'm just going to be better at looking inside the toilet before sitting down the next time." So, Shannon, oh, I just... Shannon survived. Well, <laughs>
5: Shannon I mean... survived.
2: Unfortunately, I can't even begin to do work on that story.
1: <laughs> have you ever? Well, you know, since we're talking about outhouses, have you ever had the pleasure of uh, uh, visiting an outhouse?
2: <laughs> I know a porta potty is the
1: closest I've come to it. Okay, um, I mean, well, it's I, pretty fairly close to to an outhouse. I well, yeah, but no. Well, you say that, and in some ways. Those porta potties are worse because of the people that go in there. But if you've never truly been to a real outhouse out in the country, uh, I had an aunt and uncle out in Arkansas that had one. And I, that's the only thing I hated about going to visit them when I was young because they had no indoor plumbing. And uh, the last time I went out to the outhouse, uh, there was a if I remember they said it was like a eight foot chicken snake that had coiled up inside the outhouse that night, uh, Mm -hmm. because it's warmer there, you know, it was outside. So, uh, it scared me enough that I didn't go back down to that outhouse the entire time we were there. Yeah. there's, There's tales that have been told that, you know, beavers will
2: hide in those and, um, you know, beaver I don't know why
1: they would want to in get the outhouse a in the outhouse and well unless you build them close to the water maybe well and because bear was trying to get the beaver because um, they are warmer than it is you know the typically they're warmer than the outdoor temperatures so but, but they are a delicacy
2: in some places so
1: but this I don't ranger, know. this ranger i, I mean, didn't say that in the story but he's what i read he said the ranger says that's not an unusual thing for bears to get into outhouses for the warmth and so forth so i don't know their their sense of smell must not be all that great well i mean it's a good thing they had dr crotch um
2: (laughs) i can't think of a better doctor to to treat her wounds um so um i'm I'm gonna <laughs> really have to listen to this again, Donald Wade.
1: <laughs> okay, I'd make sure you didn't miss miss something important. Oh, <laughs> my all right. So um,
2: that, we might want to pop a song in on that one, Donald. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm gonna see. I'm, I'm sure they're gonna have an easier time recognizing yours more than mine, but let's see. What? Well, what?
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Somebody God. help. Somebody help. I
2: don't know how to feel about that. Uh, okay i forgot you have yours uh
1: i can't even go there see. Down, but... <laughs> i'm laughing so hard i can't even see the screen to pick the song oh, my all right goodness. give me a give me a give me a little help here all right here's the first one everybody sing along <laughs> no, no, that's a good guess though Sounds like it, Jess He's going to start singing here in a second In heaven there is no fear
0: That's why we drink it here And when we're gone from here Anybody? All dealer. friends will be drinking all our beer
1: doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> I'd be worried if it did, Eric. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't- <laughs> it sounds like polka music, I would agree. <laughs> we could play the whole song and nobody would get it. Although they did say the title of the song is, In Heaven There Is No Beer, but that's uh, Frankie Yankovic and his Yanks so um Uh, indeed it is (laughs) actually the funny thing is i thought it said al i thought it said Will. uh weird al yankovich but it's uh it's not don't think they're related yeah could be a cousin or something but all right let me cousin perhaps let's let's now. some of the the (laughs) titles of these songs are going to be easy because they say them in the and the lyrics, real quickly. All right, let's go to this next one. It's a little <laughs> more up- updated.
0: she Anybody? Honky tonk
1: wine. Well, if you're from Texas,
5: you might know Mickey Gilly.
1: And it's Honky Tonk Wine by Mickey Gilly. Remember Gilly's in uh, Texas? I do. I guess guess it's still there, isn't it? Or did they go bankrupt? Yeah, he went bankrupt. He went belly up, didn't he? Yeah, it turned into something else, and, thought, uh-huh. and well, don't I don't know what they're doing I, with it now. Yeah, it's it's probably a massage parlor now, but I yeah, see a
2: pretty big massage parlor. M-
1: most of these, uh, most of these songs that I'll be playing, they, they say the title of the song real quick, so uh, you can at least get the title. I guess I did too. Is it is it for me to go on, or is this this is some more food stuff for you, isn't it?
2: Um, oh yeah. Well, um, <laughs> uh,
1: you're still thinking so about that song.
2: I am. Um, so potato chips. Um, let's get with the potato. So uh, once upon a time, a customer dined at a uh, Saratoga Springs Moon Lake House, like most people. He ordered the house specialty moons, fried potatoes. Chef George Crumb, thinking he's related to that doctor, Donald Wayne, gave him exactly what he ordered. But the batch of fried potatoes kept coming back to the kitchen because the customer kept complaining that they were too thick. Um, Who wouldn't be upset with an annoying customer who insults your cooking? This led to Chef George Crumb to cut the last batch of potatoes as thin as possible fry them to a crisp, and add tons of salt. Crumb thought that now the chips were surely inedible. Surprisingly, there's a twist. Once his revenge dish was served, the customer took his first bite and <clears throat> loved it, and potato chips were born. Now you know that every potato chip lover will forever be grateful to the annoying customer and Chef Crumb's unexpected revenge plot. Um, don't know if that's true. You do the research. Um and then uh, the hot spicy chicken. You like the hot and spicy chicken, Donald Wayne? Probably not. Uh,
1: yeah, you know. Um It's a tongue alert.
2: Well, the head sweating and if you, if I, I mean I get it now too, so I'm not so do you love feeling the, uh, the feeling of eating spicy food? Um, then you can definitely recall taking the first bite of a sizzling hot chicken. The aggressive spice takes over, leaving a sting lingering in your taste buds. From what we know, hot chicken is a definite must-try for those who like it spicy. And Nashville's Prince's Hot Chicken Restaurant is where it all began the place of one of the most bizarre food origin stories. The story dates back 70 years ago in the home of Thornton Prince, an infamous womanizer. That son of a... After a night of playing with other girls, he found his girlfriend not so pleased about his other affairs. To get revenge, she served him extra spicy chicken for his Sunday morning breakfast. Unfortunately, her prince loved his chicken spicy he created his own recipe and began cooking at his restaurant for all his girls the rest is history hot chicken became a hot recipe as for the prince man well they just happened to own the hottest restaurants in nashville guess there can be some pleasure in pain we call that something else but we won't get into that here um (laughs) So, yeah, if you're ever in Nashville and they still have Nashville Prince's hot chicken, um slap some of that in your gullet and see if you if you like the the burn
1: so she was trying to punish um, him, but she really ended up making him rich, probably, yeah,
2: exactly,
1: and he so, dumped her anyway, you know. I'm sure,
2: yeah, for a spicy wing, uh-. So um uh, Worcestershire sauce that every that one that one sauce that everybody loves to say um, so it goes to say as we all know from our history books the English colonized India to gain access to spices um, spices were so rare and so exotic that these seasonings were fought for Uh, by other countries. If they were so popular, it wouldn't be surprising if someone tried to recreate them locally. A nobleman attempted to do just that by commissioning two chemists named Jean-Lé and William Perrins to recreate a sauce he loved in Bengal. But how would two chemists replicate something they never even tasted before? As expected, the attempt to replicate the sauce was bad. The seasoning turned out to be horrible and inedible. It was so bad they forgot to throw it away. So the sauce was left in the middle of the cellar for two years. When the two chemists rediscovered the sauce two years later, we expect the sauce with all the horrible memories attached to it to be thrown away, but instead these guys were freaks. These curious chemists defied all these possibilities by licking it. What kind of curiosity compelled them to do just that? It's like drinking milk that has been expired for two years. Worse, it could have been poison. They could have been killed. Or on TikTok. But luckily for these chemists and all lovers of meat marinades, Bloody Marys, and Caesar salads, the magic of time allowed the horrible sauce to become the delicious and savory whoosh, whoosh, Worcestershire sauce we know today. What happened to the two chemists? Lee and Perrins, began selling the famous Worcestershire sauce in 1838. Um, I like some Worcestershire sauce myself.
1: Well, you, you're talking about him being brave enough to test that after sitting there for two years. It made me think of right immediately. I thought of Cousin Eddie licking the uh, the green stuff coming out of the cat box there you know? I,
2: mean, I don't know I don't know i sure is tasty clark um, yeah that's yeah. Uh, nothing it's a with that bp it's, it's nothing lime. wrong with that bp i mean somebody's got to um might as well have been them and it was the best lick that they ever could have done i mean look at all the money they made
1: yeah man so, did they keep it in a bottle or a that jar or... Be called the million dollar
2: lick bp <laughs> i mean really um <laughs> i don't <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> I don't know, Donald Wayne. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> what did I say?
2: If they bottled it, kept it in a bottle, I, it made it sound like it was just laying in a bowl oh, in a cellar. Oh, 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 boy, it's,
1: you think it would have
2: evaporated for after I would years. Think so. years. Um, I don't know. Maybe it had too
1: much meat juice in it. Mm, I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> Okie Thank goodness for Lee and Perrins. <laughs> yeah, slap that
2: stuff on anything. It, it takes those uh,
1: kind of people, you know, to come up with these things that ultimately end up being that. popular in the public. You know, somebody has to take the risk and jump out there. Right. Not me, but.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, BP. Uh but somebody's gotta do it. <laughs> For sure. <Shit. laughs>
1: okay, I hope your next one is in another direction.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, well let's see. Well let's uh let's throw down a um thank you, Jess Ducks. We uh let's see, I will uh, <laughs> uh I don't know that it see. matters, but, Jess, but <laughs> and at this point does it really? Um <laughs> All right, so let's see if anybody knows this song. Wait for
3: it. Red, red, blind by UB40.
2: Well, since you answered that so quick, Eric, you're actually deducted 500 points. Oh, please. Yes, Jess Duck, you uphold your reputation. Don't, don't throw that away on here. <laughs> uh, yeah, Red Red Wine by UB40. It's um, a good song. Not bad. So let's see. Let's see, you got that one. Let's see if you get this one. And this is a classic.
3: The song is called Closing Time, but I just can't think of the artist.
2: Well, since you answered that one uh, equally as fast, I'll give you back the 500 points and add a million to it. Very good, Eric. Um, That's actually by Semi-Sonic. Um, um, I don't know if that was a one-hit wonder or not. I'm pretty sure it was, because I don't remember them doing much else. But yeah we, uh, that, that was their signature on,
3: song from 1999.
2: yeah i mean we would we would sing those lyrics when the lights would come on in the bars were like oh, mm-hmm. oh we're closing time made you sad did. didn't it yeah it did it's like oh man look, look just well th- th-
3: that means it's time to also go home when that song plays
2: right you're looking around like oh no <laughs> <laughs> on, get there. Yeah, that was a good one. I always like that one. Oh the nineties. Hmm. What a great
3: time that was to be alive
2: and I know, right. Hmm. Well, let's see. Um Um uh, Speaking of million points, Donald Wayne, you got something going on there with a um Oh really? Can you see me? The <laughs> expensive pooch, don't you?
5: Um
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> Yeah. Alrighty.
1: Thanks for that intro. Uh, oh
2: really, Jessica? Duck?
1: So oh I didn't know that. that.
2: She said it had nothing to do with the bar closing. <laughs> I always just assumed that. That probably means something that we can't even talk about on the well, show. I, well they played it <laughs> they were getting ready to close um, the car, so.
3: I think um, Yo, know, Jess would probably have to come to Tall Tales of the rabbit hole for y'all to find out the real answer if it's explicit.
2: Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, not much like uh, that Harry Styles song that I heard that uh, something risque about, I can't mention on this show either.
1: We actually played that uh, song a few weeks ago, but. I know, and I, I do not know now. Yeah. When I the- don't. Yes. <sighs>
2: Cause the kid, the kiddos love that song. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Well, no. I wonder why. No,
1: my okay. So me. the, uh, you said the million millionaire pooch, is that what you were? You were, I, I, I did. Okay. A Tennessee businessman leaves millions to his dog and his will. And this is from Fox news. We finally got away from Huff post. Oh. Um, Bill Doris, an eighty-eighty-four-year-old uh, businessman, died late last year and left five million dollars to his eight-year-old border collie, Lulu. Doris's friend Martha Burton had already been waiting for Lulu, uh, watching what <laughs> waiting for Lulu, watching Lulu for him for several years. By the time he had passed away, Doris frequently traveled and wanted someone to care for his dog while he was away. I don't really know what to think about it, Dora, um, Martha said. To tell you the truth, he just really loved that dog. The will specifies that the $5 million is to be placed in a trust to, be, to provide for Lulu's care, and that the dog should remain with Burton, according to the report. Burton is to be reimbursed for normal monthly expenses as approved by a conservator managing the trust. But just because Lulu the dog is now a millionaire, that doesn't mean that Burton will be buying lavish gifts or any other expensive treats, as it likely won't be possible to spend all the money caring for that one dog. Yet, Burton jokes to WTF TV we'd like to try to spend it all. So huh. Lulu's seven years old. I mean, yeah, they, they could probably go through a million of it if they, you know, got, got crazy. You could buy that expensive dog food that has to be, you know, kept in the refrigerator and the expensive treats and expensive toys. Oh, and- that comes in the sausage tube. Yeah. they. Ha- yeah. You know, the day, the day that
2: I got to start actually cooking food for the, for the, the, the dog Animal. on the stove it's, yeah, it's going to be a hey, music man. it's going to be a problem
1: yep so anyway that's a lot of money to leave to a dog and I, I guess uh, I guess Bill really trusted Martha to, to of course they have a conservator so they can watch over how the money's spent but um, oh no just I meant people
2: that actually will cook Food um, for their animals. I mean, like on purpose.
1: Oh yeah, like uh, I've bacon a show about that one time. Steaks yeah. and stuff like
2: that. Yeah. It's just not good for them. I didn't know that almonds weren't good for dogs. Um, I was just recently informed of that. The dog actually causes problems with their nervous system.
1: Almonds do. Almonds, yes. They're such a good good thing for humans.
2: Yeah, well, that's what they say. <laughs> uh, I Pop one of those in my mouth every time I get a chance, but yeah,
1: good for the old brain function there. All right. Uh, let me, uh, I, I guess I get to play the next two that nobody will guess. Uh, maybe they'll get definitely. one of these. Possibly. Let's try, let's try this one. Cause it's, it's a little bit more recent than some of that other. <laughs>
0: Well, I used to wake the morning before the rooster crow, searching for soda bottles to get myself some dough, brought them down to the corner, down to the country store, cash them in and hey you, money to a man named Curtis Lowe.
3: Well,
1: I guess you have to be a Southerner.
3: I don't know if,
1: That's don't know if um,
3: Blair got it. You know, the, the McCoy.
1: It's uh, The Ballad of Curtis Lowe by Leonard Skinner.
0: Oh. oh.
1: Light me some Leonard. All right. Well, if you didn't get that one, you have no chance in the world of getting this next one. But I'm gonna—it's my last one, so I'm gonna play it. Uh, one of my favorite Texas folks.
0: Just—just well, just,
1: just tell me who's singing it. I'll take that.
2: He's killing me, Donald day. Wayne. Killing uh, me. <laughs> ditto. <laughs> and you
1: Willie Nelson. I get drunk. Willie <laughs> Nelson. <laughs> over there for There's no one. Time. No one's ever heard Willie Nelson.
2: It's, it's
3: all right. right. Well, I think Willie Nelson is, you know, pushing 90.
2: He's the only artist, the only music artist to smoke. I, I know this kind. Of, you know, people will say no, Snoop Dogg. He's the only. He's the only music artist to smoke pot on top of the White House. Um, I would say in the White House, but I'm sure that's happened before. Um, but on on top of the White House, he's the only music artist who's when actually was smoked that? marijuana. Was um, that with Bill Clinton or? Uh, I don't know, it might have been um, George Bush? Hey, you want to see me play my saxophone <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you hand me that cheeseburger over there, Willie? <laughs>
3: oh, um, um, The only time I remember Bill Clinton playing the saxophone Was the time he was invited onto the Arsenio Hall show When he won the 1992 election Ah,
2: uh, Willie uh, Yeah, Willie, if
1: you had passed
3: me Well Real McCoy mentions Reagan.
1: So there, there, must, there must not be anybody listening to us tonight that, that likes country music. So uh, just for the uh, heck of it, I'm like.
3: Uh, okay. um, and, and trivia about Willie Nelson, he wrote Patsy Klein's Crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, he, well, he was actually, uh, he wrote yeah, that was a lot of songs before he started performing. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote a lot of songs. All right, here's, here's Willie's buddy. If anybody knows who that is? Down, Don't that needs done. All right, BP, oh, give him some points, Dennis
2: Blake. <laughs> Waylon Jennings. Well, Jennings. Well, BP, uh, since you mentioned it, in the country, genre? I'm going to give no you... Couldn't stay out One of trillion Actually, One 9 trillion points. Actually, we're going to give you 1.9 trillion points, B.P. <laughs> you can <laughs> handle the, the next stimulus I package we have coming out. Yeah, you're,
1: oh. act, you're acting like the, like our people in the House of Representatives.
2: I mean, when it's only money, we can make more.
1: <laughs> Seems
0: like it was just the other thing.
1: Oh, All right, those were the days, my friend. My goodness, it's going to be a long night. (laughs) We thought they'd never end. Okay. (laughs) Waylon and Willie. Oh, yeah. Uh, But, you know, if if you're from Texas, it probably means just a little bit more. Points grow on uh,
2: trees. Yes, they do, Jess. uh, um, Who who grows on
1: trees? Oh, points.
2: Uh, points grow on trees and they're watered with votes. <laughs>
1: mm. Oh my goodness. Are, are we going to have some stuff to talk about tomorrow night? Uh, oh <laughs> yes. I mean after the garbage that's going on in Washington D.C. today tomorrow night uh, I was uh-huh. Dennis and I were talking before the show a few minutes and uh, I was telling him about some of the stuff that i would seen on the news and I'm like I'm livid. It's just it's driving me nuts. But We'll save that for tomorrow night. Um, so, that was the last story. That I'm sure y'all are happy. That was the last song. Unless you have another one, Dennis Lee. Do you have something you might recognize that you can throw in there? Um, yeah, or,
2: possibly. Um, we can. Uh, we're rolling we can close uh, to the end here, but here, let me uh, uh-huh. do one last one that people may they might guess. enjoy. <laughs> um here we go oh commercials I mean really well they gotta pay the bills
3: somehow Sounds like something the old man would play on his Sunday morning handy Pop hits music
2: hour. I don't think so. I've been
4: drinking. I've been drinking. I've been drinking.
2: I've
5: been
1: drinking. I've been drinking. I have been drinking i have i i not baby. Did you did you screen this one before you played it? Um, I'm, I'm
2: watching the lyrics go across the screen. I hope I can oh, okay. okay. Whoa, I,
1: don't, I don't, know what that is. Uh, <laughs> Where's the drinking part, Dennis Lee? Where? Well, Oh, she says drunken love. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to figure out what it is. Sounds like Beyonce
3: listening to her voice close enough.
5: You're right, Eric. It is. Uh, What's the name of the
1: song? (laughs) before Jay-Z gets in there. Well, I thought you just had to say the name of the song. And not the name of the song? Oh,
2: I'm sorry, I'm still watching to see what her fatty is. Um, <laughs> don't think we're going to know. No. <laughs> it is Beyonce. Very good, Eric. Um, so you get, um, we'll give you 18 million points on that. And um, if you know the name of the song, who said the name
1: of the song? Was that you, Donald Wayne? No, I, I was just saying. Didn't she say the name of the song? I thought we had already said that. Oh, she
2: said it like twenty-five times.
1: Now. Yeah, Drunken Love. I mean, right?
2: Oh well, Donald Wayne. There you go. You finally get some points. Um, you actually get five million points for that, Donald Wayne. I wish we could give more, but we're at the bottom of the barrel, so. Um, Whoa, uh Beyonce microphone right now. <laughs> My goodness. Uh I like some Beyonce
5: though.
2: <laughs> 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 what is that?
3: Oh, that BP go. got it!
1: Wow. <laughs> All right. See, I, I I threw one out there. So somebody could recognize. I'm. I'm. Well, I'm, we're gonna have to take. I had to make sure it
3: wasn't um another song about everybody walk the dinosaur.
1: Oh, oh okay. yeah. because
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, they sound very similar.
1: Yeah, they did. But oh, but living in America then, by James
3: Brown. And
2: yep. then the real he even he even put it in the movie in there. So.
3: Oh, the Let's, real McCoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's a new new. A new friend on on Podbean, um, you
2: yeah. know, checked out his show the other night.
3: That's well, one of my favorite parts of the movie. Away from
2: another show to give them <laughs> points, so we're gonna have to borrow from another borrow. show to actually
1: give them borrow. points. Yeah. That means you won't have any points <laughs> to give out the next time we do this.
2: Ah, uh, well, no, no, we won't. Ah, uh, well, sorry, fellas, you could have had some points, but uh, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. All right,
1: so do you do you have anything left on your calendar or are we nothing ready to, left? you n- your try. Slap out. Okay. That that doggy story was the last one, right? Yeah. Okay, so I guess we should announce the winner of the contest, should we not? We're gonna need a drum roll. Uh well, this is such yeah. a pitiful drum roll. I need to talk to Podbeam about that. Oh, wait, wait, wait,
2: wait. I've got you. I've got you. I have fanfare.
1: No, please don't.
2: Please don't play the fanfare. (laughs) Um, We've got a a drum roll for you here, Donald Wayne. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. And are we ready?
1: And the winner is Donald Wayne. Who is it? <laughs> I can't find the list.
2: We only have this drummer for so long, Donald Wayne. Oh, he's doing a good job. It must be Neil Perk. Um, oh, look at that.
1: Uh, you, oh, it, and the, the winner is, is... about to
2: fall off. <laughs> <laughs> My God, he can really hammer those drums.
1: Is he um, going to keep drumming until I say Donald it? Wayne. Yes, I found it. I found it. The winner is Cummings is Culture with Wacky Wednesday. Oh yeah, but he already won a coffee mug. Yeah, well, we said at the beginning, you know, it could be you. You could win. You win this one as well. This This is repeat if you uh, happen to get it. So, but yeah, we're going with Wacky Wednesday. yeah, not we
2: I'm sorry Don Wayne we've got a crowd over here it seems to be yeah they're getting closer yeah might be a, might be an insurrection uh... <laughs> um yeah. whoa settle down people settle <laughs> down oh, thank you I appreciate that um... oh, we... uh oh sorry Everybody's got the clap.
1: Right? You, you got. Yeah, uh, I'll be
3: saying to the crowd, "Simmer down now."
1: You, like, down, sir, like Sherry,
3: like Sherry Terry from Sir Not Love would, would say. <laughs> All
1: right, so Cummings is the winner, and it's will now be called Wacky Wednesday dun, 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 dun. Un- instead of Wednesday frivolities or whatever you know. So, oh uh, yeah. Uh, since he's not here tonight, actually, I still have his email address, so I can email him since he did win a cup. Yeah. You know,
3: you know, well, he won't want a second coffee cup unless he decides oh, no. he wants to gift it to somebody
1: else. No, we're, we're not doing a coffee cup. Remember, Eric, we said we were doing something different for this. Uh, oh, we actually,
3: oh, you got some plan differently.
1: Yeah. We've actually got, uh, several choices that they can choose from, from our, oh our um, trice talk store so um, I'll uh, um, I'll send him an email and <laughs> and ask him what uh, give him those choices alright think
2: Oh, I like that song too you know what movie that's that's exactly, carry Spanish. that's exactly the way we like to do it around here
3: well, I know besides coffee
1: mugs, I wonder if y'all have t-shirts stuff. Well, he's going to have a choice between a uh, Talk t-shirt, a uh, Talk hat. Uh, we also have um, a Tristalk, uh, what did I say, it's a hoodie, but it's um, a bobblehead. Oh, no, a hoodie, a yes. I didn't see the <laughs> bobblehead, but we should do those it's of ourselves. Hoodie. But it's I'm a lightweight.
3: Dennis, Dennis Lee and Donald Wayne bobbleheads. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that would
2: look awesome. Oh hey, yeah, you can put those on the dash of your car. <laughs> I don't see why not.
1: Or on the bumper, whichever you know you feel <laughs> Or a uh, Tricet. bumper sticker.
2: Well, you could put yeah. them on the uh, you could put them on the back where uh, you you know the trailer hitch, like they put the uh, the danglies on the back. You can put one of the bobbleheads on the back there.
1: Yeah. I think I think yours should be in a grass skirt, though, Dennis Lee.
2: All right. Well, you know, whatever makes it. Um,
1: I'm not know, beyond a hula with you know. a ukulele, you know, since you're musically inclined and so forth, you know. <laughs> oh, um, no. But yeah, we're uh, uh, to to your point, Eric. We're actually looking at maybe some uh, magnet mm-hmm. stickers that you can put on your car that uh, talk message on it, but. Haven't quite got it designed yet, but those will be coming up in the spring. Yeah, yeah we're we're well, looking I think at the, adding merchandise yeah. to this that we can give away for like, the uh, show. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have. I, to, I, I guess have if y'all decide to do it, a,
3: um, a Trice Talker, Tall Tales of the Rabbit Hole bumper sticker. I think we need to come up with good show slogans to go with it.
1: There well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I, maybe that's the next contest. Maybe we should get some suggestions and slogans for the show. Mm-hmm. As as long as they're not uh, X-rated.
3: Well, the well, the talk one now. has to be uh, G-rated, of
2: course. You're right, <laughs>
1: right. I mean, but um, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, I'll send him um, an email and see what uh, prize he chooses, and um, I mean, and then I'll share that with everybody when I get a response from him. But thank
2: you, everybody who participated. Uh, it was fun. It was fun getting the getting to the name for the show, and um, we we mm-hmm. we definitely have fun with our frivolity shows, um, as with every show. But um, we enjoy those. Right, it's got a little got a little something extra.
1: Well, well it's something <laughs> to unwind with all of the tense subjects we have to talk about here, and. Um, Especially, especially with the way things are heating up in Washington right now, uh, we're going to need we're going to need some more relief.
2: Uh, oh, I mean, do. I need all the relief we can get right now. <laughs> um, plop plop fizz fizz. I mean, oh, that's Alcasalsa. Um, right. um, there you go. Thank you, BP. The hole is deep, as we say over there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> the water's cold and it's deep too. Oh, uh, that's right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess uh, if you don't have anything else, Dennis, we'll let Eric do the uh, promo Eric. for us. Right well, through, um, and of course, thank you
3: to, of course, BP Forty Nine, Jess Duck, um, Blair from the Real McCoy Show, Crimson Boogie Knights. Um, the Music Man and, of course, his brother Robert from The Mr. Clean Show and and Sean and a few other friends you know, who dropped by for our live show this evening. We appreciate you, and we certainly appreciate the friends listening to the published episode on download. We can't do without you. But in the meantime, we encourage our friends to check out some other great Podbean Live podcast shows, um, including The Forgotten Tunes, Music show with our good friend Chris. Um, he's on for about another, um, I'd say, forty-five more minutes. Um, but I think he'll also be tinkering with it to call it the Forgotten because he's going to be doing doing chats with other like a, like a, abuse survivors and stuff. Um, we should make for some informative conversation and discussion. So stay tuned for that. Um, um, for for those um, early birds in the morning. Um, 10 a.m eastern time you'll have the chit chat the old man show with the old man and dina joe and myself and we might occasionally get a surprise visit from grammy and and a surprise visit from of course asha from the men cave sound and and a few other friends who might call in to to join us and then and also thursday morning after the chit chat the old man you know it's thursday edition of the john devito show Thur- Thursday afternoon around 6 or 7 p.m. Eastern Time, be on the lookout for the Cummings' Culture podcast, followed at at around 8 p.m. Eastern Time for Chuck and Billy's Nacho Cup of Tea. And you know, Thursday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, you've got the Slightly Serious Show, of course, and then followed by the Slightly Serious Show will, will of course, be, be the show, of course. And after, after tomorrow night's Trice Talk, you'll have... Um, Robert doing his Thursday night edition of the Mr. Clean show. And then be on the lookout Friday for Frankie, D's crib at 3 PM Eastern time. And also be on the lookout for David's mysteries of the paranormal and, and the old man's Friday night and Sunday music shows. And also on the weekends, uh, you know, uh, other than of course, tall tales, the rabbit hole, which Dennis will be promoting in a minute. You've got lyrical laxatives and a few other great podcast friends. And, um, and in case you you, you missed any like pre- previous uh, episodes you know, uh, of any of other good podcast friends, always be sure to look for published episodes available for downloading. And, and of course, shout out to friends like Ralph from the Ralph William podcast, Laura from Communication Station, Pink Squirrel of Whose Podcast Is This Anyway? And Lady Me of Like A Day in the Life of Me and Lingalonga of Come and Lingalonga Here and and Milt Dog from the Milt Dog 2020 show. and and many more great podcast friends, you won't be disappointed. And here's Dennis Lee with how to get in touch with Trice Talk and Tall Tales.
2: Thanks, Eric. Well, thank you, uh, Eric. We really appreciate that. And, um, yeah, um, if you want to, you know, get a hold of us, um, really give us a good bear hug. Do that on Twitter at Trice Talk. W.G. Moon, And if you want to, you know, give us a shout, you can do that on, uh, you know, do that through email at tristalk69pts at gmail.com. If you've got ideas for the show, um, any comments, anything, whatever you want to throw at us, you can do that there. Facebook, please follow us on Facebook. All the shows are posted there. All the articles that we use, the majority of them are posted there as well. Um, that is at um, Tri's Talk on Facebook, and um, we're on Spotify at Tristalk, and we're even on Amazon Music at Tristalk, and we're on every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern with mini-pods in between, and I've noticed that Donald Wayne, you've been putting some mini-pod time in there, and uh, yes, yes indeed, the listeners have appreciated that. Um so yes, and we we appreciate you coming in. And if you want to get weird, um and you feel the need to where you gotta get explicit, you can do that over at Tall Tales on the rabbit hole where we get into conspiracies, aliens, paranormal, just anything weird and unusual. Um and um we're on every Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Try to start at about nine thirty PM Eastern. Those times are about to change. We did miss last night's show, but we will make up for that, I believe, tomorrow night and maybe Friday with some uh, impromptu shows. So mm-hmm. look forward to that schedule changing in a little bit. And um, look, we appreciate you. We couldn't do it without you, and thank you for being here.
1: Yes, thanks, everybody, for uh, spending our first um, Wednesday – I guess this is the first Wednesday frivolity we've had in a couple of weeks because of things that have happened. Well, <laughs> <in it. Isn't laughs> no, no, last Wednesday week we had two nights worth frivolity, blame.
2: remember? No more We'd, frivolity. What is it called now?
1: It's Wacky Wednesday.
2: Ah but, uh, Wacky I, Wednesday. Yeah.
1: It's it's we've we've had to bounce the schedule around because of certain activities uh-huh. that have been going on the last couple of weeks. I uh, don't know. With Rush Limbaugh passing away, and then last week was our 100th episode. This is yeah, 103. Uh, We're on 103 our way. 103,
2: and <laughs> and uh, and we started out. It was the third day of March, so that was odd. Three, three with 103. Uh-oh. That's kind of scary. Yeah, I don't. I, if you're playing the numbers, you might want to put those in there. I'm just saying. <laughs> Play the numbers. Play the numbers.
1: All right. So the closing thought for tonight is. Next time a stranger talks to you when you're alone, just look at them shocked and whisper, you can see me. And that's it. That's the thought for tonight. Okay. Well, I mean, don't you think that would freak somebody out if if, if Uh, they thought you thought you were invisible? I mean, yeah. I guess it's not really well, funny if you have to explain it, is it? <laughs> I'm
2: actually going to do that tomorrow at work. Um, okay. I will try that well, out, Donald. Let me know and I'll how report that- back to you t- tomorrow evening, um, although <laughs> you won't if- be able to see me.
1: If you still have a job, let me know if that worked out. Well,
2: there's always something to
1: be done. Well, thanks, everybody, again, for joining us. I hope you'll uh, tune in tomorrow night when we get political again. And, I mean, we've got some stuff to do tomorrow night. Oh, so, it's going to get Well, the dirty.
3: conversation continues tomorrow, of course. Love uh-huh. you. And God bless you, everybody.
1: All right. We're going out here with Bon Jovi again.
3: Late, to...
1: Stay safe, everybody.
3: Turn off the lights, Dennis.
2: The party's over, y'all.
4: Later.